music, man. Yeah. Music is the international language of love, ladies and gentlemen. I think in whatever way you look at it, you know, some people may say I don't like country music, but guess what? It speaks to those country followers as it does uh, your favorite tune. And I think you can always find a little bit of expression when it comes to music. And uh, this next uh, gentleman did not need a lot of lyrics at times. Uh, and when we think music, Huli, you know, music is not simply just uh, I was not blessed with a voice. We as Uti sometimes I can try to hit those high notes if I feel like I've had enough tea, <laughs> if I feel like I've had enough tea with a little bit of lemon. But in plain Zulu, that means I cannot oh sing that well. Um, and unfortunately, on top of that, I cannot play instruments with a lick. Uh, so I'm trying to instill it in my kids. I've got them enrolled in drum lessons, piano lessons, and so forth. But my point being, Yakuluguti instruments, I have big, big part of music in Fuetu. And this guy that we are honoring here today really, really exemplified that and shared his gift with not only South Africa and Africa as a continent, but the whole world. So we are very excited to be spending a little bit of time over here honoring, um, just uh, really give, paying homage to the homie and, and giving a little bit of a tribute from the Home Away show. Okay, listen, uh, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do, we're going to talk about Brahu. So Brahu is a trumpeter from South Africa, as we said, he spent most of his shows out here in America, and actually, mm. he was in a forced exile because of what was going on in South Africa. And actually, yeah. to be honest with you, just to highlight a little bit, Brad Hugh received his uh, one of his first trumpet from Louis Armstrong, actually, uh, the Seshmo. He got Sechmo. it from Seshmo. So uh, he has passed now. We're still honoring him because we love his music and we love him as from what he does and everything that he has done for South Africa. So anyway, uh, we, Ndate has got a little bit of an article that we got from the National Public Radio that we're going to read to you guys. You can also search it online. But for right now, let me just give you a song. Uh, this is a song by Prahu. Huma Segela. It says Stimela. Just to give you yeah, a song, Stimela. Classic, classic. There's a train that comes from Namibia and Malawi. Malawi. There's a train that comes from Zambia and Zimbabwe. There's a train that comes from Angola and Mozambique. From Lesotho, from Botswana, from Swaziland. From all the hinterlands of Southern and Central Africa. This train carries young and old African men who are conscripted to come and work on contract in the golden mineral mines of Johannesburg and its surrounding metropoli. 16 hours or more a day for almost no pay. Deep, deep, deep down in the belly of the earth when they are digging and drilling for that shiny, mighty, evasive stone or when they dish that mishmash mash food into their iron plates with the iron shovel or when they sit in their stinky funky filthy flea-ridden barracks and hostels they think about the loved ones they may never see again because they might already have been forcibly removed from where they last left them or wantonly murdered in the dead of night by roving and marauding gangs of no particular origin we are told 
They think about their lands and their herds that were taken away from them with the gun and the bomb and the tear gas and the gatling and the cannon. And when they hear that choo-choo train, I chuck it and I pump it and I smoke it and I push it and I pump it, crying and I steaming and I chicken and I whoop, whoop. They always curse and they curse the coal train. The coal train that brought them to Johannesburg.
Stimela, Sihamba Hanga Malate, Siveleta la Kupayi, Sangela Tawa Kupa, Ebabe, what is his Sugan in my daughter. Oh my God. Listen, listen. Listening to these tracks, it takes me back as a youngin. It was a small radio that we had at home, nothing too fancy. Always wanted the hi fi system. Whether it was Glenn Lewis or Bratim Modisa, as they would play these tracks on a Sunday. And here I am on a Sunday, sharing with the world the gift that is Brahu Masiela. We'd like to thank you so much, Brahu, and we say rest in peace. And we say to the family, uh, he has a son that is based out here in the United States, Sal Masiela. He's been on TV, he's done a lot of uh, uh, extreme yeah. sporting events. Shout so big, you know, blessings to you, Sal, man. We say thank you for all that uh, your family has shared with your father. Miriam Akebaya, so forth. And when you look at the history, Kuli, uh, when you look at the history of how this man became about and to share and get on such a platform, imagine, to back in those days, before Instagram, before Facebook, before Express Shipping, Satchmo was able to go ahead and get something set up here by word of mouth about this young man all the way in Africa, playing the horn like nobody's business, and he makes sure to connect with him. And yeah. look at what opportunities transpired to that till this day here we are talking about it so i say people always encourage and inspire the people if you have the means to do so you never know the difference you may be making just like you never know those butt whoopings we got as a kid sometimes make a difference right <laughs> so when we look at this article um this is from the npr.org uh, by the way he did um a, a brief interview with them and one of the things that he say is uh you know i was a good boy says you he, he assures them. He, this is what I like. He assures them. <laughs> he tells uh, NPR's Michael Martin. Yeah. But he still says, as a kid, I was whipped on a slow day at least three times a day. Hey, Bana. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a slow day, right? This is a slow day. There are some kids who <laughs> cry that my parents put me in a timeout one time and it was too much. Oh, but you says God. on a slow day was whooped at least three times that means you didn't even do anything that just means that you you opened the fridge and stayed at it too long and then you get a yeah. but uh yeah. what he does say but changed eventually masigela told his chaplain if i can get a trumpet father i won't bother anybody and think about that they think about that moment yeah. when you yeah. say oh i'm tired of these butt whoopings they're not probably going to help me and be effective and actually steer me the right direction but if i can get a trumpet and play what i believe god has instilled in me which is a great gift to share music not only vocally but also with instruments yeah i will yeah, not yeah, yeah. i will not misbehave and and that was it man i think that was the beginning of the start of uh, a great career at that point because uh, obviously with a lot of turmoil you know in this interview he shares a lot and is very transparent about his relationship 
uh, brief marriage, uh, but yet I think very popular and, fa- and, and fa- infamous relationship with uh, the Miriam Makeba. And they have a lot of great points of, you know, she thinks that it was a, a, tumultu- a tumultuous relationship. He believes, uh, and I love how he says it. He basically says that compared to what <laughs> some marriages in the, lo- in the locations, in my look, she uh, faced, ours was a fairy tale. That's basically <laughs> what. <laughs> That sound like you, man. <laughs> what, 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 can you repeat that? What did he say? <laughs> so, you basically saying, right? Because in the Miriam Makeba is quoted as saying, uh, you know, it was a tough relationship. It was not like even hills, but mountains and valleys pointed out Miriam Makeba, uh, which was an epitome. This is how, and I love how they say it. He brushes off the idea that their marriage was a nightmare. When you grow up in a township, I'm trying to use my best Hugh Ross over here. When you grow up in a township, what me and Miriam went through overseas is very light stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you have to find you. So, you know, I think even there's a lesson in that, Cool. If you're in a relationship right yeah, now, yeah. Groceries, you are struggling yeah, over bills. Yeah. Maybe he stayed out too much last night with the fellas and didn't call you and lied and said his phone wasn't working. Well, you know your phone was working. It wasn't dead. But... Yeah. It's 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 nothing compared to what some people some other people are go through. Yeah. Now, and, and that's a big point in this. That's a big point in this. Hey, listen, let's hit them with another song. Yeah, Tanai, Tanai, boo. One more time for you. Thank you for all you did, big you. Oh my God. Ah, that that guy is something, man. He, he what what the musician is. Try a vision. 
that song. Before Varsha. Oh before my anything, God. people would dance to this kind of music. Baby. Oh my before God. Distraction, this was what was relevant. And this was what turned into. All, you know, all these tracks that we hear, man, history evolves, right? And history repeats itself. And I believe we'll get back to a time when we start to value music like this. And hopefully our children and their children's children will get a chance to have artists that we can speak about and say, thank you, God, that you shared such a special yeah, gift with them. Yeah. So be inspired, man. And, and for, for the people out there, recognize if your kids have such a talent. I think, Kuli, you know. As we raise these kids, how do we make sure that we recognize if little Junior is going to be a good <sighs> trombone player or a good uh, agriculture person? Maybe they need to get into agriculture. It's a segment that did earlier today about it. You know, so there's different yeah. things out there that that people need to uh, be involved in. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's so many things that people need to involve in, especially the diaspora nation. Uh, we're talking about the yes. most recent people that have moved uh, from Africa to here. Uh, we need yeah. to actually start to think about this. Uh, if you are in America or any of these first world countries where opportunities are there for your kids, yes. don't just keep the kids at home. Take yeah. them out there. Let them play sports. Let them get involved into things like music because this is an opportunity where we can showcase some of our natural talent as Africans, okay? Yes. And some of these people are also musicians. You know, I know a lot of people that live here in Connecticut that are musician. One of them is DJ Bush, of which we broadcast with. DJ Bush is a talented musician, and he decided to release a song, and he's releasing more song because why he knows he's talented. There's other guys, too, who are as talented as he is, or even better. I just think that we should take that opportunity. But anyway, that's not what we talk about. Uh, can you just let us know what did other, other thing that Hugh said on the NPR, man? Hugh is funny. Listen, man. So here's the, I do want to touch on that, Cooley, because just quickly, before we get back to Brad Hugh, as we speak about diaspora people, please look out for uh, these upcoming shows. We're really going to be focused on making sure that what are we doing with this great responsibility we've been given to come all the way to these different countries. It's not only for those that are in the U.S., uh, wherever else you may be. Uh, in any different country that is out there, that you have been given the opportunity to actually expand and go create something, take that responsibility with, with just that, much responsibility. Too much is given, much is expected. So as we go further, we are looking to really take ourselves into a portion where we can inspire. We can get some people that listen to the show and think, I just noticed that about Junior. I just yeah. noticed that about myself. And we want to hear from you. We want to hear about... Because I think it's easy to to look at the big companies, the big successes, and identify where hardworking people came from other countries and do it. But there are people doing this in local communities, small communities, making a difference. And it is not easy, people, to move to another country and establish yourself. So kudos to you this morning. No matter how tough your situation is, you at work, you are working, you are grinding, you at home, you are doing in-home, in-house care. Shout out to you. You're still doing it. You're still doing yeah, more. Just yeah, challenge yeah. yourself to do more tomorrow. Don't give up, but acknowledge the goodness that you have done and then realize the greatness that you can become. But Ubrahiu, Emma Bailey, let's talk about Brahiu. So I, 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 I couldn't get past that one, though, when, when he, he allowed himself to, to really get into a, a communication about which is easier, marriage in the Lokshini or here in the States. But he thought it was. <laughs> yeah. um, but here's one thing, you know, speaking about moving all over the place, um, they, as Brahu was deciding what to do next, right? As he was deciding to figure out where does he do his music thing, he was more interested in uh, in being based out of London. 
And it wasn't, it was Mary Makeba that said, listen, you need to go to the States, Brahim. Things are happening over there. Um, and eventually he fought a little bit. He didn't want to. I think he might have been probably hard headed at the time, but eventually mm-hmm. they moved over there. And, um, I'll, I'll have to find it over here, the school. He went, he ended up, um, so she, Mary Makeba was friends with, uh, Harry Belafonte. If you don't know who Harry Belafonte is, do your Black History Month due diligence and go Google it, people, because I'm mm-hmm. very upset with you. But shout out to Harry Balafante. Um, so he gave Hugh Masigela a scholarship to the Manhattan School of Music. Shout out to New York, always bringing in good talent. And it was there, and they said, and they warned him. They warned him. They said, Hugh, you are not going to get money. They're going to get you work. You got to work. They didn't mm. promise him money. They promised him a platform, and he had mm. to earn it. And he then figured out that eventually – He's not going to be able to go home as much. He's going to have to work hard over here to build himself. So when you think about it, Hugh was struggling and suffering with what we had made feel like we are dealing with now, trying to establish ourselves. Mm-hmm. And he was doing it back then. And when he looks back in hindsight, he says, it was the greatest time for music in the States, he recalls. I was surrounded by so much beauty and so much generosity and so much joy. Mm-hmm. It was a new world. It was the world I wanted to live in when I heard records when I was a small kid. Mm. Come on, man. I wow. I listen to that coolie and I think we don't realize the greatness that is being created in our lives each and every single day. And our hope and, and always my hope every day is that make an impact in somebody's life and realize that you have greatness. The Bible says we are made to be more than conquerors in Christ. And this is not a Sunday service, good people, but I have to tell you, you're more than a conqueror. If Hugh Masigala didn't believe that, which we have really done this as a tribute show to him, which was also fitting for Diaspora, yeah. um, believe it in yourself, people. You hear that trumpet in yeah. the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tata. Timulela, so deep. 
Oh my God! Oh my God! You know, you know the message behind this song, and I know for people of diaspora who might not know what the yeah. song meaning is. Uh, the meaning behind the song is that uh, we gotta stop calling people's names. Stop yeah. calling me a nigger just because of my skin color. Stop yeah. calling me a wetback just because of my skin color. Yeah. Stop calling me a gringo just because of my skin color. Stop yeah. calling each other's names. Stop. Stop. Even amongst African names. people. Oh, he did this God. before, man. And it was a sad time when sometimes as African countries, we would go against each other. And I'll call out my South African people right up our front. We used to do that. And you said, stop doing it. You, Toti. Toti is slang for you thugging on the street, trying to cut people up. Put yeah, the knife down. Yeah, Don't do that. People, we have been blessed with a wonderful show. Hope you enjoyed it. This hour goes by so fast because Cooley and I sit here and just speak what's on our mind with this platform we've been given. But the most important gift we've been given is you. You, the listener at home. You, the listener on the road. You, the listener at the gym, doing whatever you do to sit here and give us your time and listen. And we appreciate it. Hopefully, you can take away some things, one or two things, be inspired, be motivated. And as we say, we are looking to really drive this message, man. This is yes. not division. This is time to come together. So yes. thank you so much for the digital platform that let us all come together. And we are speaking nothing but greatness in you, nothing in greatness in the Patriots. They're about to kick some butt tonight. Get whatever, it done. Man, whatever, Patriots man. Nation. Whatever, I'm sorry. Man. Whatever, charges, man. Charges you know what? I I'm cheering know. for the underdog today. I'm cheering for the Eagles. But anyway, guys, we really appreciate you giving us an ear on this show. And we really appreciate yes. uh, giving us some time to play some of Brahue's music. Uh, yes. We'll do this again, too. Uh, we might be reviewing uh, uh, either a book or we might be reviewing a show on TV yes. in the future. It's just part of it. You know, there's so many Absolutely. things that Africa diaspora that we need to be honored. And we're not just doing South Africa only. It's just that bro, huge just happened recently. We're going to yes. be talking about a lot of African lots diaspora. Of the, lots of man. different countries. Yeah, a lot countries. of different countries. And anyway. Our yeah. Caucasian, please, one last minute. I invite our non-African oh, yeah. people. This is not to say this show is just dedicated to that. The way that we drive the message forward is you listen to my story. I listen to your story. So we invite people that say, hey, I did not know about this. How does this impact me as a as a white person? What is my responsibility in this? Because I want to know what my responsibility is yeah. for the white folks to make sure that they feel comfortable people. We yeah, are one. Yeah. Hey, listen, guys. Uh, listen to our podcast. We are going to be uploading yes. this on the podcast. Uh, it's going to be available on uh, iTunes, on No Money yes. Radio Podcast, and also yes. on Africa uh, dot uh, Africa Podcast dot com. You can catch that mm -hmm. online, and also on Google Play. We got Umbani Radio Podcast, and also on TuneIn, Umbani Radio Podcast on. Teacher and everywhere basically, and also shout out to uh, Tribulation Saints uh, for getting our podcast. We appreciate you guys. So we're gonna leave you yeah. on a song by Hugh called "Mama." A lot of Mama, people don't know this so song. Thank you so much, people. God oh bless. Have God. a blessed God. weekend. We thank you. We appreciate you. Oh, oh, oh.
Say man, go home to 